I'm the only part of the equation that's consistent with this. So if I truly want a better life, girl, you got to change because this isn't you. And I did. And I did six months. I didn't, I stopped drinking. I stopped partying. I stopped doing things that were for other people. And I started just honoring who I was. And it was the best journey of my life because I actually can say to this day, I like and love myself. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Doctor podcast. This is Dr. Anna Kabeca. Today, we're going to talk about raising your vibration because on the Girlfriend Doctor, it is my mission and my passion to help women live better lives before, during, and after menopause. We are not just physical beings. We are energetic beings. And it's really important to understand that hormones are energetic molecules. So how does this play in into our overall health and wellness and relationships able to manifest good quality health, good quality relationships, and a really peaceful, loving life. So today I'm bringing on a couple, and this is like part one of our of our uh, conversation here as we've had so much fun talking about how we're raising our vibration. So today bringing on Monica and Jay Campbell, a dynamic duo, that have really gone deep into hormone optimization as well as um, energetic medicine and raising your vibrations. So Jay is a former champion men's physique competitor and current four times international best-selling author in the optimized healthcare space. He is a global thought leader on hormones, biohacking, fat loss, and higher consciousness. He has a no-nonsense, authentic, and fully transparent approach to harvesting our healthiest body and optimizing the body, mind, heart, and soul together. Him and his wife, Monica, found each other over eight years ago and really have been on a journey together as a couple. And they share their story, which is really beautiful. Monica shares that this is her second marriage and how um, the journey led them to this place where they feel so dynamically connected and together and at peace, which you know, don't we all want some of that? We absolutely do. So join me in welcoming Jay and Monica Campbell. Hey, Monica. Hey, Jay. Welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor podcast. I'm glad to have you guys here. Finally, we've been trying to get together. Yeah, this is actually the third attempt and almost this one went awry, but uh, there are no coincidences and you and I and Monica are here today. So here we are. We're very, very, very appreciative of being here. Very. Oh, thank you. And it's good timing, right? It couldn't be better timing than it is right now. And to hit on topic of really, you know, we'll touch on hormone optimization, but really raising our energetic vibration because we are energetic beings as much as we want to be like organic and just look at the physical, I mean, the energetic aspects of who we are as individuals and how, you know, and how this affects the quality of our life and our health and our relationships is so important. So tell a little bit about your journey and how you've gotten into this. And, and then for those who are just listening and aren't looking, I'm going to have you guys just share what is behind you, this wall of colors. (laughs) A little background on me. So my name is Monica Campbell. And this is my second marriage. And Jay and I have a wonderful journey. I've got three kids from my prior marriage. And when I went through that divorce with my, the father of my children, it was 
there was a lot of challenges and a lot of heartache, um, not just with me, obviously, but with the family, you know, with my parents and everybody around us. And as I started to, to get out of the whole like party phase, like I was in that relationship for 21 years and I went into this like party phase of like, I just want to experience life. I want to detach from being responsible. And I was the main breadwinner in that relationship. So when I, got done with that. And I started realizing that I really truly wanted to be in a productive relationship, one where I was showing up as the woman I knew I was intended to be rather than this girl who was all over the place and had no idea who she was. So I did a lot of self-introspection work. I did a lot of like controlling who I was as a woman, stopped drinking alcohol. I was very intentional about who and, and what I surrounded myself with. And so I, I essentially... I manifested this man into my life and it was a really beautiful experience because we actually met on match.com and I did that. I met him like literally two days before that I was in Hawaii. My girlfriend and I set the intention of what our ideal mate would look like. And I wrote down the characteristics and I went like this and I said, all right, now instead of us just thinking of what it is we want, who do we got to be as women to attract this type of person into our life? And, and it was really cool because as I asked myself that question, I knew I was the type of woman that was able to attract this type of man. And I literally met him two days later. It's and I been, was not the type of man that was worthy of Monica's attraction at the moment that she met me. But I had a lot. I was like the, I was the Moldavite gem that was not shined, Anna. <laughs> and, well, the cool thing about it, honestly, Anna, is that what I've realized is that when we listen to our heart, and we know because see what happens in life is that we get stuck in all of the distractions of life and we forget the power that we have within. We forget that we actually are a divine creation. We forget that there is so much more to us than just this physical skin suit that we're in. And I trusted my knowing. I trusted the heart. Like when we embraced for the first time, I was like, wait a second, this is meant to be. And as many times as he pushed me away, <laughs> I I was like, that's fine. You can leave if you want. I don't need you in my life. I want to share my love with someone. It was about me sharing love with someone rather than what are you going to bring me? It wasn't about what are you going to bring me? It's how can I share and how can we unite in this? And it was, it's really cool to stand from that place of power when you're in a relationship with someone, because no matter what happens, you know that there's a solution to it. And, and I've had a lot of challenges from the time that we've met. And it's been a wonderful experience because now today, as I sit here and I'm next to this man, he has shown his true colors, which is he is a true God-like being, which I knew he was at the time, but nobody believed me because they wouldn't see it. So... You were connected to that. So you said something really powerful. You said a, so much, Monica. I'm going to dig in here. You said you wanted to become the woman you knew you intended to be. So the woman I knew I intended to be, becoming that woman you knew you intended to be. And I think that's really powerful. And you also said uh, becoming the, or being, attracting in the man who is the right mate for you. You said it in a really beautiful way. So how did you say it? You said, what kind of woman do I need to be to be to have the man that I desire? Desire. Right. 
Right. And that's, that's really what it comes down to because so many times, and I see this with women nowadays, like nonstop, like, oh my God, I just want to be in a relationship or I want a hot, sexy man who's, who's so chiseled and ooh. And, but then you look at them, they don't take care of themselves. So how are you going to be able to attract somebody if you don't even honor your own being? And when I say take care of yourself, I'm talking about physical, spiritual, mental, emotional. There's so much more as a package to us as beings. And as a woman, oh my God, like we are so fantastically created as women because we have these intuitive natures, guides that when we tap into them, there's no stopping us. We're so freaking awesome. Like there's no, when you can be that woman with your mate, having that combination there's nothing like it. And that's where it's like heaven. That's heaven on earth because you work in a synergistic combination rather than a resistant, well, you're not doing this for me and I want this. And why aren't you that? There's none of that. It's, it's a like, wow, like this is how we're showing up with one another. I love you for you. I don't want to change you. I accept you. And I remember the first time I told you that he's like, why do you want to be with me? You don't understand. And I said, Jay, I accept you. I love you for you. He's like, really? I said, yes. And he's like, all right, we'll give this, we'll give this another shot. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I, well, you can just feel your energy around that. I mean, so let's, let's break this down a little bit. Like how, so you went from, okay. in uh, in a marriage, 21 years of marriage, you know, uh, challenging separation, divorce, and then just this kind of rebounding time period to, settle in like what 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 was like an aha moment that said you know I, I've got to stop this because I'm not the woman I want to be like what was an aha moment that brought you to that point where you're going to make a catalytic change well there is actually a few of them one of them was when I was married to my ex I I realized that I had continuously thought of myself not worthy like there's this saying that in my mind, it was like, I'm a piece of trash. And so I would continually be treated as a piece of trash or used. And like in that relationship, I was the breadwinner. I was a hustler. I provided for the kids. I did this. It was a continuous me, 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 me doing that. And it, in my mind, I thought it was okay because I didn't think I had worth. And I remember this one class that I had attended and I realized that, and I just started crying, like uncontrollably crying. And after I had this realization, I went to the beach and I felt this flood of love just come through me. And on the way home, everything that came on with that was music or something was like, you are beautiful. It was about all these things. And I was like, I knew that I was being sent messages and I felt for the first time in my life, and I was probably like 37 or 38 at the time, the first time in my life, I felt like I was worthy. I felt like I was a gem. And I was discovering myself. And then another time was when I looked at myself in the mirror when I was married to my ex. And I, I looked at myself and I, I asked myself a question. I said, is this the way you want to live the rest of this life? And I looked at myself and I was like, no. And I had like tears coming down my eyes and I just didn't know how to do it. And then when that relationship split up and then we separated I moved out and I became Miss Party Girl. Like I was the one to have around to meet people because I was friendly. And I went on a trip with this guy that I met on Match as well. And it was not worthy of you. Horrible. <laughs> it was just a horrible trip. I felt completely used. I didn't value myself because I was drinking at the time. And I just realized that that's not what I wanted. I went to Miami with him. And on the way back, 
on the plane with him and, and coming back from Miami, I remember I had like this thing over my face. Like I just didn't want to like see him. I didn't want to be interacting with him. And he was like, just, it was not a good experience. And then I thought, you know what? I'm the only part of the equation that's consistent with this. So if I truly want a better life, girl, you got to change because this isn't you. And I did. And I did six months. I didn't, I stopped drinking. I stopped partying. I stopped doing things that were for other people. And I started just honoring who I was. And it was the best journey of my life because I actually can say to this day, I like and love myself, which I don't think too many people can say that. No, no. And forgive yourself because that's a big thing for me, right? Like forgiving these past mistakes and, you know, but letting it go too. And See, letting what it happens go. is we'll forgive ourselves. We say, oh, I forgive myself. Oh, I just screwed up. It's just another mistake. But then when we feel weak, we say, girl, like, again, here you go again. You always make the same mistake. What's wrong with you? Da, da, da. Instead of just being like, wait, okay, we're going to get back on the horse. We're going to get at it. And we're going to move on because letting it go is like having a chain attached to you. And I mean, not letting it go is like having a chain attached to you and it's always weighing you down. You got to let it go. I could hold on to like, my dad was an alcoholic. He wasn't around. Blah, 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 blah. For what? Why? It's stupid. <laughs> you know, you got to move on. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. There's a, you remind me of this um, song that I love. It's called Break These Chains by Tasha Cobbs. Have you heard that song? Yeah. 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 Oh, my daughter will say it's my our anthem song. She'll play it in the morning at the barn. And it is that Break These Chains. That is, um, it's such a beautiful, powerful song. And, and it's a, it brings that visual, as you just explained, it brings that visual of releasing those things that are weighing us down and that are keeping us stuck, that are creating that cyclical pattern of behavior. And so, and then you end up in Hawaii and you're like, okay, I'm going to manifest Jay. Yeah. Well, I didn't say Jay, but I know. <laughs> it was, it, it was so cool because see, when you allow yourself to be in that place of pure peace and you know, you're worthy and you've released. So the way I've seen it is emotions build up blocks in your body, wherever it is. And you have these blocks that when you're not releasing them, they get stuck. And those stuck emotions become disease eventually because you're not willing to deal with things. And over time, you're going to end up seeing more and more issues you know, where people have these illnesses because they're not willing to release these emotions. And when I was at that point in Hawaii with my friend Viv, I don't think I've ever felt so free. I had my three kids with me. She had her two kids. We were in such a place of peace. I mean, the view didn't hurt, you know, because we're in Hawaii. And then not be attached to it. Because I wasn't attached to like, oh, am I going to meet him today? Am I going to meet him then? And then when I went home and I, and I hit up probably 25 guys, because the, the guys that were hitting me up, I was like, these are some interesting characters. So I ended up hitting up people. And the next morning when I woke up, he was the only one that responded. And by the way, I have your drink. Oh, you got Mighty Maka in there? Awesome. <laughs> I hope you're loving it. I am. So, and your other, you, you are fellow Peruvian lovers too. And that was a big transformative journey too. So that will lead us into that for our listeners. Mighty Maca Plus is a superfood combination. The superstar is Maca. And um, from my healing journey, my healing journey to Peru. So talk about that, that transformative journey. And, and just to emphasize, Monica, thank you for sharing this 
then being so open and transparent with this and authentic, I really appreciate that and honor that because it's just healing. It's eye-opening, authentic transformation. And I love the, the way you're showing up in this world and the both of you as a couple as well, that you're coming on together and you're, you know, part of this journey together. Cause you, you know, when you are in a relationship that's working, it's really powerful. It's more than one and one equals two. There's right. an energetic exponential. I don't know what it is. You guys tell me. Well, let me just, add, let me just add, first off, that was beautiful, babe. I love you. It's very, very rare that I get overpowered in conversation. So <laughs> I will have to say that Monica is amazing. Obviously, I'm very blessed, as you can tell, for the listeners in the audience. But when I first met her, I was a disaster, you know? So let me contrast all of that because Monica was such a spiritually empowered, beautiful, I mean, she's obviously a beautiful woman, right? But, you know, not only is she beautiful physically, but, you know, internally she's even, her beauty is like 10X of like what she is on the external. So I was not the guy that I am now. I was not spiritually, as spiritually evolved, I was not aware I mean, I was always really conscious, extremely intelligent, you know, intellectual left brain guy, but I was gone. I mean, I had had my children removed from me, not even via the courts, but technically that's what it ended up being. I had gone to jail for crimes that I did not commit. I mean, my life had literally gone from being like a multimillionaire to being literally rock bottom, almost bankrupt. So when she met me, I was essentially on the path or the quest or the steps of being rehabilitated, you know, from a spirit standpoint. And when I first met her, I was so resistant, Anna, because like, I was like, there's no way that a person where I'm at right now can even be with a woman this empowered, you know? So I was actually intimidated to be with her. And so, yes, I was very resistant. I pushed back and, you know, I was not where I wanted to be financially. My kids were literally across the country from me. I had no communication with them. Uh, the only time my ex-wife would communicate with me would be at the end of the month when it would be like, where's my money? Right. So, I mean, I went through the, all of the like worst possible things that you, a man could go through, through department of family and child services, through the family court system. I mean, I went through all of that, right? Like, so, you know, instead of me being here now, like I was nine years ago and like, you know, telling you like how horrible all that is, like I look at it and I'm, I appreciate it because it built me into who I've become. And obviously, you know, I want to say that without Monica, I wouldn't be the man that I am now today. And, you know, I've given her so much credit, you know, over the last four or five years as I've done, you know, God knows how many podcasts and come on so many shows that she was truly my spiritual mentor, you know, and she has been able to lift me up when I needed that lift, you know, and she still does to this day. I mean, I, you know, I'm building a potentially a billion dollar company right now. And it's like, I have moments where I go off into my, you know, my void and, you know, just kind of go nuts with the responsibilities. And so it's kind of weird because, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I always know that I have her, Anna, you know, so it's like, I can be laying there in bed in the morning and one is to go into the void and she'll just like pull me back. Right. So it's an amazing, it's amazing to have a woman that is like so capable of like me just like releasing, you know, into her and then her like pulling me back. But anyway, that's, that was again, eight or nine years ago when we first met, you know, to segue into Peru, her and I went last year in July at the very end of July, we left on the 16th of July and we came back, I think on the 27th or 28th, we were there for about 13 days. And of course we were in the sacred Valley. We did it right. We took our, uh, for the residential real estate company that we own, we took our sales director and his wife with us. So there was four of us. It was Which two couples. Basi- they're basically family. Yeah. They're like family to us anyway. And we stayed 
you know, we did it right. We hired amazing guides, indigenous folks for Lake Titicaca to Cusco, to all the places they took us. And it was such an amazing experience. Like all of us were literally transformed. Like I tell people we were molecularly transformed. And, you know, truth, truth be told, obviously everything that you see on this wall, you know, comes from Peru. These are all oil paintings. But then the rest of this wall is just kind of what I call my wall of glory or wall of achievement. You know, it's kind of like, you know, people, some people have dream boards, like I have a wall, right? But like, this is the things that I focused on. So the whole big picture point, I'll let Monica come in here in a second, is that she knows this, like I sat on the plane on the ride back and I said to her, I'm changing everything, my purpose, my mission, my brand, who I was, because at that point in time last year, you know, I had the uh, website TOT Revolution, which was probably the world's number one most traffic site for testosterone optimization for men, right? I've written two of the best-selling books of all time on the, on the subject matter, have all these amazing doctors that helped me with it and all that. But like, that's who I was kind of, you know, in my mind or to the world at large pigeonholed as is like Jay Campbell, the testosterone guy. And I told her, I'm like, you know what? I'm killing it. You know, I know I'm going to go against the wisdom and, of my mentors and everybody that like supports me, but I'm going to become Jay Campbell, the raising your vibration guy, Jay Campbell, the manifesting a golden age guy, Jay Campbell, the map of consciousness guy. And subsequently, here we are 13 months later or 14 months later, and I've become that guy, right? And I told Monica on the plane that it was going to happen. Did I not? At all costs, no matter what. And I knew that I would be, you know, face, you know, a lot of people would vilify me and that a lot of people would push back. But I just knew, Anna, like I literally manifested the knowing, as Monica said earlier, that it was going to happen. It was part of me and part of my mission or, or was ultimately my mission that I was going to become essentially like a spiritual healer and that I was going to talk about consciousness and talk about vibration and, and, and do it in a way that I could make it, you know, relatable to the masses. Because as you know, it's still not an easy conversation for a lot of people. I mean, I get tons of emails, as Monica knows, that say, Jay, can you explain what raising your vibration means? Right. So, um, but anyway, I, you know, that's kind of the whole Peru experience. And I, you know, you're the first person that I've actually had a chance to really talk about this transformation uh, in a podcast way. Cause again, you know, a lot of people don't even want to talk about it. They still want to talk to me as like this expert in optimization, you know, physical and health optimization, which I am really right. But like, I like to talk about this kind of stuff. Right. And you know, this woman right here is the person that led me truthfully to really pursue that path and to do it with gusto and panache and just to know that like it was okay. And that if people, you know, again, vilified me, attacked me, came out of the you know closet and said, what are you doing? You know, that it, just to, to ignore them. I love it. Courage, right? And when you are in your truth, you have courage and confidence, and especially when you're supported in a loving relationship. All right, I'm not going to criticize you for what you're drinking, but the so food coloring <laughs> in that, I just, you know. Just, yeah, it, no. has, it has food coloring in it. I know. I, as I but drink, Monica, no we love you. Jay, we still have some reformation that needs to be made. <laughs> Here we go. There you go. <laughs> Truthfully, it, all, everything up there is Icelandic water. That's the only water or that I drink. Or Power 80. Yeah, or Power 80. Like, that's the only other thing I drink. And I know it's got red dye food coloring and it's bad, whatever. I'm sorry. I just, he's I, just I made a, a He's a powerful vibrating creature that he vibrates all the negative. <laughs> oh, that's it. Right. I, like we say, we rebuke you in the name of, yeah, there we go. Let, <laughs> let, let's talk about, let's talk about this raising the vibration. Cause you know, I, I think I am all in, right. Hormone optimization and also just really affecting, you know, my whole keto green way of living. And, and I thank you for having me on your 
your podcast as well, you know, just talking about that, which is so empowering, especially as for women, as we transform and in during into another second spring of our life and just raising our vibration and keeping our energy strong so that we can live the rest of our lives with passion and healthy and a body that we love and, 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 you know, like not just love, but like, (laughs) yeah. So, right. Right. Well, so, I mean, let me, let me just talk a little bit about vibration. I've done a lot of podcasts lately on this. Um, I've had some really awesome people who are also courageous in letting me talk about this and let me speak freely. But I mean, really what vibration is, is consciousness, right? And consciousness, if you're familiar with any of the great works of like um, Neville Goddard or Walter Russell or Dr. David Hawkins, you know, who created this scale right here. I mean, all consciousness is, is advancing your state of being, So, you know, if we're going to like um, look at it from a qualitative standpoint, it's basically coming from, and again, Walter Russell has a great quote. He talks about, we all are born into the jungle and in, in the jungle, our goal is to rise or walk to the top of the mountain. And essentially it's talking about elevating your consciousness, right? So we were born down here in this red um, Actually, know, I think we're born more. Well, we're, well, I mean, yes, that, that's correct. But obviously, once we get into five, six years old, you know, society has conditioned us into being in the, these areas right here. But obviously, the goal as a human being is to elevate your conscious, elevate your vibration, elevate your awareness, and to get up into here. And so, I always talk about you know where a person really hopes to choose to be, and that's like at the love level. And obviously, again, being in life, being in a world where our physical being is obviously attached to our ego, we're going to have occurrences every day that happen to us that, you know, are going to drop us, right? Like, for example, I always say, like, you could have an amazing meditation or some sort of contemplative, you know, spiritual grounding practice that you perform in the morning and come out of it and then head off to work in your car and someone cuts you off, right? And you're like, oh, you're jerked. You know, your ego responds. It's, again, instinctual reactive response. And you you know, we'll want to probably do whatever, whatever you're being pulled into, but the master of his state of being can pull themselves back out and kind of like go from, you know, hopefully being in between 400 and 500 down into here to neutral and then back up again and have that recognition that like, you know, I don't need to act or react to what just happened to me. But again, it's important for people to know that as a human being in a, you know, in a physical skin suit, you are going to have egoic reactions and responses to life events that are going to drop you. So, but the goal is obviously to stay, to stay right around here. But that's really, again, Neville Goddard talks about consciousness or vibration being God. And again, it's essentially just the standard of the recognition that you can choose to live your life in a state of being that is resonant and coherent, which is like full of love, full of forgiveness full of acceptance, full of allowance, you know, full of all the things that a person who is attempting to be a person of, again, of resonant or coherent frequency, like a person, you know, think of that word. People say that word in the new age world all the time of love and light, but that's really what it is. You are a person who is giving love, serving mankind without attachment or expected, uh, you know, to an outcome and doing it just for the general existence of joy and happiness in your life. I want to just 
talk about that, Matt, for a second. So for those of you that are listening and not viewing this, we're going to put a link to this. Also, it's on YouTube, our Girlfriend Doctor podcast on YouTube, and we'll put a link to the Map of Consciousness as well. And so you guys will have that and and can refer to that in the notes. I'm sorry, Monica. I just wanted to share that. Uh, Glad you did. I I just think it's it's interesting because the time that we live in today, it's this is where most people are right here. I mean, even if you look at like social media, you look at the media in general, it's all about shame and guilt, shame and guilt, shame and guilt. And that's what we're being conditioned. We're being conditioned to be shameful, to be guilty. I mean, look at religions. I was brought up Catholic and in Catholicism, it's about, wow, you've sinned. Now you must feel guilty and you must repent and all these things. And it's like, We're continually taught to look externally for a way to heal, right? And really, it's here. It's within us to create that choice. We've got to understand as people, as an individual, like it's really up to us to decide how we're going to show up in the world. And I am so right now in this place of when you are in a place of self-acceptance, self-awareness, and self-love, you are able to project that outward and truly make a difference. And that's because in this, when you are love, you can be a loving being to other people. And people, like you are a magnet to people and they don't even understand why. Like I've sat down with people before and they're like, wow, like I don't know what it is about you. And maybe perhaps like, you know, in my actual career, it's, I'm I'm a real estate sales agent. Like you listen you know, you show up for people and you listen and you almost become like a therapist. And when you show up for people in a loving way, there's like the doors open for everybody. And I um, was at a funeral this morning with one of my past clients. And I remember when I worked with him, all of his siblings were battling over the trust, right? And as we were working together and, and I was helping him with different perspectives, they all ended up forgiving and reconciling. And it's so cool. It's so powerful because you have people that can get stuck in this like materialism of like, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And that's not really what all this life is about. It's not about materialism. Not at all. It's it's so weak. I think especially during this pandemic, like who do we want to be in our house with? Who do we want to be around? How do we want to feel at the end of the day, right? Yeah, you have to like yourself. And then again, magnetizing those relationships. So let's talk, how do we raise our vibration? How do we get to this state? Especially, like, how has the pandemic, how has this affected you? How has quarantine affected you guys? Truthfully, Monica and I have never been better. I mean, we've worked, I would say, and again, I don't even like using the word harder, but we've been more focused in the things that we're doing. And, you know, when somebody asked me, to your question, like, how do you really raise your vibration? I tell them that it becomes the easiest way to do it is to know that Monica said that you are worthy and that you, you are self-love. And I actually have a statement, like a mantra. I think I have it right here. It's, it's in my phone, but I, I don't want to mess it up or whatever. But I say every day, I say, I am self-love and I am worthy of all the abundance in the universe that I can accept and I can allow through acts of service and love. And I say that every day. And I've put that on Twitter and I, you know, I have a pretty big audience on Twitter and, you know, I get people to do that and send that around. And, you know, I, I, I put a message, I think it was like nine days ago now, but I said, do this for 30 days, put this mantra in your phone or use this every single morning in your, you know, meditative morning ritual type stuff. And watch what happens if you do it every 30, for 30 days in a row, you will attract more abundance and you will 
raise your vibration. And again, you obviously have to feel into that statement. You know, I, you know, a lot of people can make it an affirmation, but it, you know, it's in my phone. It pops up every single morning. I, I have to do that. It's a, it's a conscious choice, obviously, but I make myself say that statement. And, you know, as Monica said before, 80% of people are vibrating down here because they don't have self-love. They're not in their minds conscious of being worthy. And so the choice is to blame others or to blame society or to blame social media or to blame someone, but they're not being personally accountable. So I wanted to just add something really quick, if you don't mind. Please. Part of raising your vibration too, though, and, and this, understand, we have our challenges. We have our disagreements. Never, never, we never. have our- Never fight. You're perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, is perfect. So- we do have, it's, it's understanding how to resolve those situations. And it's interesting because as you grow as a person, you start to understand what you're capable of. And it's like mm-hmm. a muscle. So it's, it's your emotional, your spiritual growth is like a muscle. The more you work it and you practice it, the stronger it will become. And when, so like my mom passed away when everything was going awry with my divorce, all these things, she wasn't speaking to me for a year Um, We hadn't even interacted. My whole family disowned me. And it was probably one of the lowest times in my life because I felt so rejected by pretty much everyone I thought meant something to me. And when that happened, I wanted to fall into a deep depression because I felt like I deserved to fall into a deep depression. You know, here I was having to pay my ex-husband. I gave him everything. And I was the one responsible for supporting him and his way of living. And I lost my family. And and as I grew as an individual, I realized, wait, I can use this as a way to break me down or I can use it as a way to build me up. So it's really how I define it. If I define it in a way that's going to, it's going to break me down. And this is the worst thing that's ever happened. How am I going to get through this? You know, people lose spouses and they say, I've been with this person my whole life. And how am I going to get through this? I can't survive. I can't go on my, go off on my own. And I used it as a different way to communicate with my mom when I would go into meditation or I would go into my mindfulness time, I would be like, mom, I want to know that you're okay. Or I want to feel your love. And I kid you not, I would feel her love or she would tell me when she was alive, she'd say, Mija, when you see a hummingbird, a hummingbird is telling you that someone who died, they, they're right by you. Cause she has like this Mexican accent. Mm-hmm. I love and it. I'm telling you, there have been times where I've asked for a sign and a hummingbird fly right up to my face and because we're all energy, just, right. you know, we transform when we pass on from these physical bodies, we simply transform. It's not like all of a sudden, because we don't have a body, we don't exist. And I know this now. So it's like her death gave me the best learning experience and gift because now I have a different relationship with her from an energetic standpoint and the love that we share and, and her legacy does live in me. And I honor that. I honor, even though we didn't have, we didn't agree with, you know, the same things. And she was more stuck into the tribal way of thinking. And, it, you know, we had to do things a certain way to have acceptance. And we had to make sure and show up a certain way. Hold on. Monica, I want you to marry a tall white man in a suit. That's what she told me. <laughs> and she was so cute. She used to go, Monica, I worry because I care. If you care, you're going to worry. And I'd be like, mom. Why do I have to show people I care by worrying about them? It doesn't help. That's like the Catholic guilt built in. But that's, I I give that mainly as an example to show that 
really anything that happens to you, it truly is how you define it. And you can, even in passing, you know, whoever, you know, it could be a lost child. It could be a miscarriage. Like I know we can talk to them. They're not gone. Like we think they are, they're still with us. And many times they give us little glimmers of like, it's sometimes like the wind, like touching your skin and caressing it. And you feel that. And you're like, wow, I just feel like a really like amazing feeling. And for me, I define that as my mom's telling me she loves me right now, or my grandfather, whoever it is in that given point in time I want to connect with, I use it as a way to feel more love and to honor their experience in their time in my life. That is so powerful. Love never dies, right? And love is an energy and and it never dies. And that is something that lives on past us. And so that's why it's so important. It's so important to vibrate at that level. That's all we have is Anna is that like, you know, I've I've said this before and I don't remember where I got this from, but uh, at the end, it doesn't matter. There's nothing material that matters. The only thing that matters is the love, right? That you just said, the energy of that love. So it's like, there was a famous statement and I don't remember who said this, but I use this all the time. It says, the love that you take at an energetic soul level is equal to the love that you make in every lifetime of a physical experience. I love that. I love that. I think that is a great sentiment to close on and just say that oh, one more time. The love. Oh my gosh. Martha I know. Wants we, you to keep going, dude. We, we should, we are come back and do this, <laughs> do this again. I, I've got to be live in five minutes. So I'm like, <laughs> We're good. The energy is good. Like I couldn't be in a better place right now, you know? Beautiful. Um, but this is this is so true. The love we make is equal to the love we take as a soul in our in our future. I yeah. love that. That is beautiful. And I think that's really powerful because that that love energy is expansive and it does hire. It's another color. What's the color of love? Like on your chart, for those that can't oh, see it, it yeah, reads from like purple blue, to red. It's like literally you know, an ultraviolet blue. No, but when you get up even higher, it's like an ultraviolet. Yeah. So, so I love that. And, you know, the girlfriend doctor brand color is that dark purple. Beautiful. We love Beautiful. it. We really do. Love is a, a, so powerful. And that's awesome. And, and you guys are just so powerful, dynamic couple. I want to meet with you in person and just like feel this energy rating off. I can feel it through. And we would put like, we would put this aura around you. like. Just so you know, we did, yes. we did actually meet you in person in 2017, I think at a medical AMG, conference. Yeah. We yes. might have been a little forgettable back then because we bumped <laughs> our vibration a little higher recently. You've raised it as you come beyond the hormones, right? It goes beyond right. hormones or energetic molecules is something Absolutely. so powerful. Absolutely. So yeah. having that balance and getting that in, in, in the right balance is, is powerful too. Let me just make one more statement on that because you kind of alluded to that. As a person becomes more optimized physically, they can become much more receptive spiritually. So again, as you said, the molecules, once you align the endocrine system, you just have the ability to receive these, what I call downloads or that essentially uh, essential understanding of what is, right? And what is, is consciousness. And again, all the great luminaries that have written about consciousness have said that that is the only thing that matters to raise your vibration to a state of loving awareness. And once you become a human being like that, then you've kind of, you know, again, you've risen from the jungle to the top of the mountain. So from the physical hormonal sense to raise our vibration, what are some of the physical practices that you do to raise that vibration as well? You're doing it yourself. I mean, you know, lower your insulin signal, 
obviously build muscle and uh, increase your cardiovascular, your, your heart rate, get all of those things, your heart rate variability. Understand that, you know, again, there's balance, right? The ancient Greeks talked about a sound mind builds a sound body. I mean, you have to have everything in balance in order to, again, you know, get to your, your uh, state of being, your vibration, your consciousness to a level where everything is in sync and you feel the same way about yourself that you physically as a being manifest, right? Because to not go too deep off the path, we're not physical beings. We're imagining this. I mean, all the great, you know, uh, conscious gurus and stuff talk about that. The physical experience is something that we are putting out as an avatar being. But again, at base essence, we are only spirit. We're souls, you know, inhabiting these physical avatar bodies. And obviously there's been tons of movies, tons of books written about it, but they always kind of do it in an allegorical way. So you don't really know what it is, but I mean, the whole movie avatar is really about us. Yeah. And our, you know, biblically our body is the temple or the cathedral of our spirit. If we go back exactly. to the ancient Greek, it's the cathedral of our spirit. And then we know that our beyond us, right. Our spirit advances. So, yeah, I could talk to you guys for hours. I know. <laughs> we'll do I totally it again. could. We we'll do we it have again. to be continued. Let's leave it at that. To be continued. And uh, just a big shout out. Thank you so much, Monica and Jay Campbell, for being here with me today with our girlfriend audience here uh, on the Girlfriend Doctor podcast. I mean, this is a place where we share information shamelessly, guiltlessly, so that we can show up as our authentic selves in this world. So if, you're, if your audience wants Monica's book, have them go to monicacampbell.com. You know, her book, oh, Cracking, yeah. Cracking the Fountain of Youth Code is on Amazon. It was an international bestseller. It's honestly a very underrated book. Like but Monica doesn't promote it because she's like <laughs> such an active producer in real estate. If people want more about me, just go to my website. It's jaycampbell.com. But uh, we were blessed to be here today, Anna. Thank you so much for Campbell, having me. Spelling Campbell like Campbell Soup. So jcampbell.com and Monica. Actually, JC, JC Campbell. Somebody is cyber squatting on jcampbell.com and we don't Man, know. Man, you got to, yeah, you got to buy that, Jay. Um, uh, it's not for sale. I would. It's, we have no idea who it is. They're just holding it. <laughs> Two million dollars. What? No way. I won't, pay, I won't pay for that. They're not, no, it's, it's literally hidden and not for sale. So we don't know who it is. It's a cyber squatter. jccampbell.com. And Monica, your book is available at? It's Cracking the Fountain of Youth Code. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Great. Cracking the Fountain of Youth. And so much more to talk about here. We're going to go into a follow-up on we this. We can just have our own podcast. You can have me on the Girlfriend Podcast. Yeah, you should. You should I, have Monica on by herself. I'm <laughs> going to bring you guys back. Yeah, definitely, Monica. I will do that. And also, you're on social media, so we connect with you on social media. And we'll have links to all of this in our podcast at the Girlfriend Doctor at dranna.com on my podcast page. So you guys definitely go here and we'll put a link to the Map of Consciousness there as well as your books and your site so that we can find awesome. you right there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today.